and thanks for joining us. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. And this is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast, where we're bringing color to those black and white pages. Maybe a little too much color <laughs> <I> <laughs> know. sometimes. We said Erica was painting with bright colors last <laughs> week, yeah. and yes, she did. Yes. <laughs> Vivid <clears throat> picture <Vivid>. colors. <laughs> yes. Neon. But this is episode 19 of season two. Wow. We are... Doing chapter four today? Yep. Of Ruth, but I don't think we're concluding today. No, we'll Would... do one more overview. Yes. Takeaways from the book of Ruth. Now that we've dived into the book, yes. what have we learned from it? Besides yes. how not to find a husband. <laughs> no. But Erica has been just, it's been fascinating as Erica's been walking us through. Last week, we left with Boaz and Ruth redeeming their family line. Yes. Yep. By not doing. Right. What their ancestors had <laughs> Right. Good little skip right there. <laughs> yes. But also we were left with, Boaz was left with a dilemma. Yes. A big dilemma. Yeah. Not a little one. He stayed up all night probably. Probably. He sent Ruth away quickly mm-hmm. and said, yeah, I want to do this. I want to marry you. But it's got to, we've got to think this through and do it right. Right. And so we left off, we didn't actually say this, but chapter three leaves off with Naomi just saying, wait, my daughter, Boaz has got it. Right. Let him handle it. Right. So, which is kind of interesting because Naomi, you really didn't let him handle it <laughs> because right. you, that's true. You told yeah. Nate Ruth to go yes. and start the situation. Now she's like, it's going. Just sit back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The ball is rolling. Yes. <laughs> so, that's, that's where we're going to start today in chapter four is Boaz is now at the town gate. What are the two issues, Veronica? Do you remember? Can you sum those up? There was up? another kinsman redeemer mm-hmm. who, if we're doing this in the proper order, right. who actually needs to to marry Ruth to take care of Naomi. He's got first dibs. Yes. Neither man has to marry her. Oh, yeah, you're right. They don't have to, and she doesn't have to marry them. There's no biblical commandment that fits this situation. But in order to do this... <clears throat> to do it above board, mm-hmm. he has first dibs. Right. So he's now, closer. But the problem is, Ruth, you're a Moabitess. Right. And people don't want to be linked to the Moabites. Right, right. So, how, I mean, what do you do? You can't erase that. Right. <laughs> it's not like, well, we'll just cut that part of you off. Right. So I can see why Boaz is in this dilemma of... How do I do this? Yeah, and how do I get people to agree mm-hmm. that I can marry you? Yes. Because it's a community event. Marriage is not just a... Everything's community. Yeah. There's not an individual in this society, in the right. culture of the Bible. It right. is we are in this together. Right. And one person is just a link in a bigger chain. Yes. And when I see your face, I see the face of everyone. Right. Yes. In your community and in mm-hmm. your people. And what you do affects the community. Yeah. So yeah. you need to get approval from everybody. From everybody. If we want to succeed right. and prosper. Right. Because Boaz up to this point has been prosperous. Yes. He's, he's done a quite man of well. good standing. Yes. Yeah. So he wants to maintain. Right. Which you don't blame him. <laughs> right. Right. And he apparently, he's an obedient Jewish man. Mm-hmm. He follows God's commands mm-hmm. and he wants to continue following God's commands and stay in this community as a man of honor. So overnight, he comes up with an amazing plan. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I think the man is brilliant. I think he is really as shrewd as snakes, but as innocent as doves in it. So what does he do, Erica? <clears throat> well, he gets everybody at the town gate. Mm-hmm. And he calls 10 men of standing, 10 elders. Mm-hmm. And we, for, it would be like 
he goes into the courthouse. Okay. By calling these 10 men, first of all, it shows how much standing he has in the community. That these respected leader men are willing to stop what they're doing and go follow him. Like, Uh okay, we'll sit. But at the same time, he's also letting everybody know we're about to do a legal transaction. Okay. This is not some little family private thing. This is a community-related legal court of law official. Needing witnesses. Yes. You all need to hear this. Yes. Something big is about to happen. So I'm sure, along with these 10 men... Come all the town gossip. (laughs) Right. Like, they're all surrounding going, he's got an audience. Right. Everybody wants to know what's about to happen. Right. And he has to do it without letting on at all what just happened at the threshing (laughs) floor. You know, he can't say, I made a promise to marry Ruth. And I need to follow that through. And he can't even say, Ruth came to me and asked. Right. He can't let on at all. Okay. Anything. Because that immediately puts them both in Hey, I was thinking last night. Right. There's some land. Right. (laughs) You. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You. Me. Marriage. Yes. Right. This has to look like he's fully initiating it at his own desire. Impromptu desire. Impromptu <laughs> desire, which has to have a legitimate desire because you can't say, well, she's attractive. Right. That wouldn't fly. Right. So he convenes this court of law. Okay. And he f- sees his relative walk by, this other kinsman redeemer. Guy in front of him. Yes. And in the Hebrew, another translation, I think, I forget how it's put in the Bible. My friend. My friend. In the Hebrew, you actually could say Mr. So-and-so. Mr. Nameless? Mr. Nameless, yeah. That would be and a good... And is there a reason that he's not given a name? It. Some would say, some have wondered if it implies a bit of judgment okay. on him that Mr. Nameless ends up refusing to help keep a family's name alive. So it's kind of like John Doe so in you America. It's lose just the generic... your name. Okay. Right. You're not willing to work for your family's name. You, you lose your name to okay. history. Okay. Seems to imply a punishment that fits the crime. Okay. Maybe not. Maybe it's just a John Doe. We don't need to know. But okay. it's an interesting... He gave Orpa. The narrator gave Orpa a name. Yeah. So why not give Mr. So-and-so a name? Right. Maybe Mr. So-and-so is a bit more selfish. But in, even in that, it's not even the other kinsman redeemer. Right. There's not even like a tight... Like right. Boaz talks to his manager, whoever it was. I don't um, think we get a name for that. I no, we don't. I think it's just the manager. He greets his harvesters. I'm looking really quick. Overseer. Yeah. He just gets a title. This guy doesn't get... He doesn't get a title. Mm -hmm. He gets a hey you. Okay. Essentially. All right. So Boaz calls Mr. So-and-so over. Says, hey. Right. Let's talk. Right. Impromptu. Right. Just was watching (laughs) you walk by. Right. (laughs) Exactly. And he says, there's land from Elimelech's family that needs to be redeemed. Okay. Here's the problem. We don't know exactly the situation that Boaz is referring to. Okay. Because the narrator doesn't tell us. Okay. And there are numerous potential scenarios that could be behind this. Okay. Essentially, what we need to understand is that in that culture, your family wanted to survive on your land forever. 
You want your family to live on your family land. And well, you want it to go through history together. It's kind of your investment retirement plan, your inheritance. We right. continue to pass this on. Right. And in the year of Jubilee, you were actually supposed to restore everyone's land mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. back to, I mean. Right. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. I don't know that they ever did that. We don't have record of it. Right. Sadly. But, so, Boaz is going, hey, we've got land. It's a big... Right. We don't just let land go to waste. Right. And you don't leave it up for squatters or anyone right. to grab. Right. There's an issue here. Mm-hmm. Which, even with this, going with that, then, there's an issue. Naomi and Ruth are going to die someday. Right. And there are no... What's going to happen to the land? What's going to happen to the land? We need to be looking ahead right. going... Right. They've got... They're spouseless and childless. Right. What do we do with their land? Mm -hmm. One potential scenario. Again, this is may not be it, but here's a potential scenario. Before he left, Elimelech took his family land and sold it. Which would make sense if to, you're going on a trip. Right. To people outside the family. Okay. And maybe that was how he financed the trip. Right. So it's just a potential scenario. Right. And so now, Naomi's back in town. We need to buy this land back for Naomi. Oh, yeah. Elimelech's family is back. Mm -hmm. It's time we redeem that mm -hmm. land and bring it back to Elimelech. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Boaz says, hey, Naomi's selling land. Mm -hmm. She's a widow. She can't work it. She wants to make money. Mm -hmm. But we need to make sure Elimelech's land stays in the family. Mm -hmm. So you and I should buy it. You or I. Well, it says Naomi has come back from is selling a piece of land that belonged to our relative. Yeah, it could be. The Hebrew's not as. The Hebrew's not as specific. Precise. Yeah. Okay. It could go either way. Either she's selling it or she wants to buy it. Okay. Could go either Just way. Just trying to get while you're. Yeah. Okay. The, the point is. We land want, is for sale. <laughs> land is for sale and we want family land in the family. Right. Okay. And so Mr. So-and-so And everyone there would agree and totally. would be in agreement. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You guys need to do this. Yes. Yeah. There, this is nothing surprising. Yeah, it makes right. sense. Yep. And obviously both you men can buy it. Mm -hmm. So, and Naomi can't. Right. If that's the process, she's a widow. She mm -hmm. can't buy it. Mm -hmm. So Mr. So-and-so comes along and says, great, I'll buy it. Okay. Here's what's going on with him, though. Normally, in a situation, Mr. So-and-so would buy the land, work it, and he would have Naomi come with the land. She goes with the land. Okay. That's understood. Okay. It's a two-for-one deal. <laughs> yeah, kind of a two-for-one. But the produce and the profit from the land would feed Naomi. So okay. she's really not bringing any difficulty into this man's house. Right. I get her land, and I can use it to feed her, and then anything above and beyond that becomes profit for me. Okay. Along with that, normally what would happen is if, if Elimelech had a son or a grandson, when that son reached of age, you would give the land back to Elimelech's right. heir. Elimelech has no heir. Mm -hmm. So this man gets the land and gets to keep the land. And so when, when Naomi, Naomi dies. dies, it reverts to his. Okay. And becomes a part of his So family. you're not a burden, and right. eventually... I get your land. I get a little more land. Right. Okay. Either way, it becomes his. Okay. At the end of the day, because Elimelech doesn't have an heir. Right. So this is a win-win. Right. For this man. Right. Mr. So-and-so, there's no reason... A done deal. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's no reason not I to do I will this. redeem it. Yes. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'll do it. Yeah. 
Boaz, this is like the perfect moment. Boaz has laid his trap and now he's ready to close it. Because Mm -hmm. what does Boaz say next? On the day you buy the land from Naomi and Ruth the Moabitess. Right. Hint, hint, remember her? (laughs) Hey, you only were were thinking of Naomi and the land. You just saw dollar signs. Right. (laughs) Right. You got quickly sucked in just like I wanted and weren't thinking bigger story. Right. Because in the book of Ruth, Ruth is a big deal. Yes. But in the context. Hence it's named after her. In the culture, she's a non-entity. She's a nobody. Okay. She's a marginal figure in this village. She's a Moabite. She's a widow. Mm -hmm. She's not one of us. Like, Mm -hmm. she's a nobody. Mm -hmm. Nobody is thinking of Ruth at this moment. Okay. Naomi goes with the land. Ruth doesn't have to. Okay. She's on her own. At the same time, nobody has to marry Ruth, and Ruth doesn't have to marry anybody. Right. So it's not even like they're thinking, oh, shoot, the Bible commands me to marry this Moabite. Okay. She's a complete non-entity. They're not sure what to do with her. Right. She's just this thing out there. Right. We're coming to respect her a lot, Mm -hmm. but she's not one of us. We don't know where she fits. Right. Okay. So they're not thinking of her. So Boaz, at the, all of a sudden, now that you've agreed to the land, mm-hmm. Mr. So-and-so, I'm, essentially Boaz says, I'm going to call on you, Mr. So-and-so, to be a full family redeemer. Okay. Not only Mr. So-and-so can you redeem the land, you can redeem Elimelech's name. And you can raise up an heir for Elimelech so that Elimelech's land will go back to Elimelech's family forever. So, hey, remember how you were thinking you're inheriting all this land? Right. You're not. Right. Take care of Naomi. Right. And make sure it stays in. Okay. But Naomi's too old to have kids. So guess what, Mr. So-and-so? We're going to grab Elimelech's (laughs) daughter-in-law, the Moabite. (laughs) We're going to grab her, and you're going to raise up an heir with her. Which totally flips the whole... Totally. Hey, here's this great idea. Right. To, oh, Oh. and let's really do the good thing. Let's make sure... Let's go above and beyond. Let's Let's show Keep it in the family. Okay. Right. And so you're going to have a child with Ruth, and we're going to call that child Elimelech's heir, Mm -hmm. because Ruth is Elimelech's daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. She's the last link to mm-hmm. the family, and she can have kids. So you're going to marry her and raise up a son. And so one day, Elimelech's son can own Elimelech's land, right. and the family will be completely redeemed. Wow. That's his plan. Okay. And is Miss, well, how does Mr. So-and-so react? <laughs> I can't do it. Right. <laughs> I think he's like, mm. Not so much. Yeah. Buy it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm done. Yeah. Thanks, but no thanks. You can take that burden. So Boaz, and so he gives, what, his sandal to Boaz? Yes. Shows the legal transaction. So one problem is done. Mr. So-and-so right. publicly has stated, no, I'm not interested. Right. So he's removed himself right. from next in line. Publicly. Okay. So everyone in the community is aware. Right. This first kinsman redeemer who has first dibs turned it down right and now boaz has connected ruth the moabite to elimelech 
okay. in Elimelech's land. Mm-hmm. And so in the mind of the community, she's being, her identity is kind of shifting from Ruth the Moabite okay. to Ruth, Elimelech's daughter-in-law. Okay. And she now is our last link to Elimelech. Right. And our last link to this family name. And so I, Boaz, will step in and I'll well, buy the land. He's kind of que- created a quandary of, yes. it's just this loose, we right. need to tie everything up again. Right. This land and this and Elimelech's heir just dangling. Right. right. So somebody needs to step in and fix it. Right. I'll do it. Right. I'll, I'll step in. The I'm right a redeemer. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. And so the community can come along and say, yes, of right. course, that's the perfect ending. You're the relative. You marry Ruth. That gets this Moabite woman we're not sure what to do right. with out of the way. That gets the land, Naomi. Perfect. Like, yeah. he creates the perfect You tied scenario. all those loose ends together, right. Boaz. you're amazing. <laughs> How generous of yes. you. Yeah. Wow. And so the community approves. And this is where Ruth's identity change happens. She's no longer called a Moabite through the rest of the book. Correct. Because she would now be seen as Ruth the Israelite. She's one of them. She's just Ruth now. Right. She's one of them. Okay. In fact, some people have wondered if this was the marriage ceremony for Ruth and Boaz, that in the eyes of the community at this point... They're yeah, married. let's just do it all now. Right. Okay. All right, you're done. Go get Ruth. I mean, maybe she didn't even have to show right. up. But, right. Yep, you're part of us. Okay. Interesting. But they can appreciate. The community's not stupid, though. They understand okay. that Boaz is. He didn't pull one on them. He didn't pull one on them. They're aware. They're not aware of the threshing floor. Right. But they're aware Boaz is kind of. You're making a prettier picture than. Right. This she's not exactly the daughter-in-law, right? Like she is, You're but she's stretching. not the family, right? right. She's You're not stretching a daughter. that word right there, but right. we'll go with it, right? And so because it solves all our problems yes. and makes it easier, yes. So they give him a unique blessing. May you be like, and who do they say? They go back to uh, Perez, whom Tamar bore to Judah. Exactly. They bring up that situation, Tamar, Tamar. Tamar. They bring up that situation. Okay. That was a sticky situation that technically was wrong. Okay. But it was a desperate situation, and so it was okay. We went with it. We're going to do the same thing here, Boaz. This isn't a. This isn't the way we would want all it's of not our the complete up and up. Right. She's a Moabite. She's related through marriage, but we'll let it work. Okay. Because it does tie up all those loose ends. Right. It does produce an heir. It takes care of Naomi, the land, Elimelech's name. Hmm. Yes, Boaz, we will let you get away with it. But their blessing is very unique. Most ble- most blessings would not come. May you be like Perez. Yeah. <laughs> you would say Rachel, Rebecca, yeah. Sarah. Okay. Like Isaac. Isaac. You would go back there. So using this family. <laughs> so pick the story you don't like telling people about and go, hey, be yes, like that. Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a unique blessing for a unique situation. Okay. So it okay. was an interesting. Well, in a way, it's kind of Tamar, Tamar was kind of forcing an issue. Right. Let's deal with it. And you're forcing an issue. Let's right. deal with it. So we see the sly. Right. But we're going to let it go. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And, yeah. Fascinating. But then... Did you know this was all in the book of Ruth? I know. <laughs> it's a huge... It is. There's, there's so, so much. much. 
But then we, what was that, Jinx? I know. You owe me a Jinx Coke. again. <laughs> yeah. But then we go back to Naomi. Because yes. ultimately, it's her story that we're finishing up. Yes. And so the women of the community, Boaz and Ruth get married. Well, I, ju- I should say, in case you're wondering how God thinks about all this. Yes. Okay. What's his perspective? Because if you go bookend to bookend, we start with Naomi coming and going, the Almighty has done this to me. I'm very bitter. The Lord has taken away everything from me. Right. And so if we're coming back to Naomi. Right. What does God think about uh-huh. all this? God blesses Ruth and Naomi. Mm-hmm. God blesses Ruth and Boaz with a son. Mm-hmm. The Lord it, enabled her to yes. conceive a son. We get God again involving himself directly into the story to bless them mm-hmm. and open up her womb and grant them a son. In fact, so much does God bless them that by the end of the book, their descendant is King David. Right. That would be like mic drop, boom. For the oh, Old Testament okay. reader, there is no bigger blessing. Okay. So obviously, the vow Ruth made in chapter 1 has now been accepted by God here in chapter 4. Okay. She is a full member of the covenant community. She's a daughter of Abraham. She is, in every sense of the word, in the covenant people, an Israelite. Wow. She gets blessed by God. Mm -hmm. And she now is in the lineage of David. Okay. And then... As believers, we go on and say, not only David, right. but if you go to Matthew chapter 1, mm-hmm. she is mentioned in the lineage of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So much does God bless her. And I think her chesed, mm-hmm. that she has now her name linked with our Savior. Mm-hmm. And that's like The Messiah, huge. the Redeemer. Right, the ultimate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she's accepted by God. She's accepted by the community. She and Boaz get married. They have a son. Mm -hmm. And the women come to Naomi and they say, Ruth is better to you than seven sons. Right. The the number of completion, perfection. Yes. And how many sons did Naomi start with? She only had two. And now. Weekly and sickly or something. (laughs) Yeah. But now Ruth is better than seven sons. So they're hinting that what you lost God has more than replaced it. What oh, you've got yeah. now you is didn't better. Double it, right? You you've didn't got even better. triple it, there. <laughs> <laughs> what would two to seven? More than triple. It is more than triple. <laughs> triple and a half. Yeah. God has blessed you above and beyond, mm-hmm. and so Naomi's story is now complete. This is the climax. Okay. She started out empty barren Mm -hmm. widow and now she is full Mm -hmm. food life laughter love family Mm -hmm. her story is completely redeemed god has repaired restored healed okay and through her story and ruth repaired and restored ancestors stories wow yeah there's a lot of connections forward and going backwards of just redeeming and yeah Wow. God is in this process of redemption. Yes. She's looking at her notes, trying to figure out her last little... Yeah, I guess... <laughs> I, know. I would say that the, the end, the genealogy that we tend to ignore, and I do it too. I get it. 
But for the Israelites, that it genealogy at the very end, that would be the denouement, the piece de resistance, the climax. Okay. Well, because you go back to After this then is the family line of Perez. Right. We're Again, going back. Where are we starting though? Right. With Perez. It's fascinating We're still that acknowledging I never the uniqueness. Thought of. Why start with him? Right. Because we're still going, this is <laughs> Yeah. It puts a little more meaning behind that name and why you started there. Right. I mean, who cares who Solomon's or Boaz's father is? Right. I mean. Right. Why not just start with Boaz? Why not start with Jacob? Why right. not start with just Judah? Well. Right. But then, okay, just to carry it on, Boaz and Ruth have a son. Oh, no. Somehow Rahab's tied in there, isn't she? Yeah. That's yeah, she's in mom. Matthew 1. Yeah. Yeah, she marries Salmon, I think. Yeah, so she's Boaz's mom. You know, if you try to I'm work out so the... I'm so throwing that out, and yeah. then you didn't talk about that earlier. If you try to work out the timeline, it doesn't work. Okay. The In genealogies back then, they didn't have to include every generation. In Matthew, he doesn't. Okay. He wants it to fit a specific number, 14. Every group has to have 14. Okay. And so he telescopes and removes certain names. Okay. And I would say the same is true here. They're okay. telescoping and removing names. Okay. Because you don't seem that far removed from Perez. Right. By this time. Right. Okay. And so the genealogy would be really long. So we all know. Right. We're going to hit the highlights. Exactly. You know who falls in between. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. Is that it, Eric? That's it for, for this week, yeah. Yes. Unless people have questions, they'll have to yes. jump on. Well, it's too late. Cause... It's too late now. We're done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but thanks for joining us. This is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. But come back. Right. We've got to We're not actually not up. done right. with Ruth. Right. Erica's going to wrap it up for us next week. Right. Um, join us next week, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.